Yo, 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 this uh, DJ Bender. I don't know what's going on over there. <sighs> so that song is Where Have All the Good Men no, Gone? That's what it's called. I Need a Hero. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I Need a Hero. That's what that song is. Called. I Need a Hero. <laughs> you don't know this song. Maybe because I was a boy in the early 80s and uh, maybe. I was two when it came out. Can you, can you see what? Can you see what, what year this song came out, please? While she does her research, I don't know. I don't want to get involved with that. But all right, no problem. But this, listen to this one. You don't know this one? Let me see. No, not that one. I don't know that one. Here it is. I, I've probably heard that part before. I mean, you know. Yes, it brings back some kind of memories. Anyways. <laughs> Just a tune. <laughs> to be discussed later. Um, yo, who knew that Bernie Sanders listens to our podcast? You know, we did a podcast <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Uh, stripper or college? You do the math. <laughs> and Bernie Sanders says he has decided that he is going to cancel all debt from college loans. It's like $1.6 trillion. trillion. And Bernie Sanders says, this debt is out of here. Out of here! And you know what Bernie Sanders I say? Hashtag, you're my new president. Let's get this cracking! Yo, he's you definitely... You get rid of that student loan? Listen. I'm, you got my vote? You got my vote? He definitely right got my vote. Because right now, I'm going to be paying for my student loan until 2099. Every time you look at it, I'm just like... Oh, you look at it? I don't, want that, I don't want that reality. I, I don't Every want to know. Every month I pay the bill. You know, they send you the email like, hey, you paid your bill. And when I look at the balance, I'm like... What did I pay? A penny? <laughs> Come on. Probably paying like mad money in like interest. Who knows? And you know, I, I had loans. Plus my mother put a little cash on the table when I went to school. This is life? <laughs> a little. <laughs> this is life? But I mean, you know, let's be honest. All these politicians, they put all these things out there, you know, and do we see it come to fruition? Oftentimes not. So, well, Bernie... He got my vote anyway. He's still looking for... I mean, I don't know who to vote for at this point in time. I don't think there's anybody... I know who I won't be voting for. But I got two people I won't be voting for. My daughter Sophia said, that black woman running for president, don't vote for her. Like, she got to tell you that. She's like, she's the one that put all the people in jail. Don't vote for her. She says she cares about black people, but she doesn't. You know, my daughter's going to be an activist. Watch out. She'll be a message to somebody. Sister, <laughs> something. something. Walk in the streets. I also wanted to recap one of our podcasts, and it was last week's podcast, if you guys listened. It was Ouch. Painful Sex. It was, it was called Ouch, Your Penis Hit Me. Yeah, but yeah. Overall. Man, the smoke got me. <laughs> <laughs> I know I got time for that. But you know, I was thinking, you know, I do see, I mean, because I do recall a long time ago, long, long time ago. Long time ago. You know, I believe some women put up with this because, you know, you don't want a guy to say you can't take money. You know how people that. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of understand. A guy, before you, you know, sleep with a guy, I have this conversation, they're talking like, yeah, well, can you take wood? You know what I'm saying? I mean, they don't say wood, but, you know. Yeah, basically. That's what you say now. All of a sudden. That's what we say now. I don't say take wood. But you know what people do say is that skinny girls can take wood. And thick girls, bigger girls, they cannot take wood. Yes. A lot of guys say this. (laughs) A lot of guys say this, 
And we put up a poll, but well, a lot of men do say that. But is it because they say that it's, it's harder to kind of move a bigger person around? Here we you go. Know, did you see this thing? I didn't see this thing as you just brought this up. Method Man, I said this to you. Do a shout out. You put this down here? Yes. Yeah, so we'll talk about Method Man. Sorry. <laughs> I love but, you, Method Man. <laughs> but yes, um, I don't know about moving around, but a lot I of guys say that. I don't think so. And the squatting on the penis. <laughs> I'll get back to Oh, you that. say you can't do that? Right I'll that. get back to that story. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so, I mean, that whole concept of that some girls cannot take buddy and other girls can. I don't know why they would say something like that. Because of their weight, you can't take it. But who said it's because of... Who said well, you it? just said that small girls can take it and bigger girls can't. Yeah, but is it something because, like you said, it's the, somebody's rolling their eyes. Yeah, like, this is foolishness. <laughs> Well, have you never heard this, or have you heard this before? Well, I've never heard that I couldn't take it. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it also depends on who was giving it. No. If a two-inch is giving it, I mean, that's what you take, isn't oh, it? Oh, wow. Just saying. But anyway, so I can understand Small in those... Small you need love, too. In those areas, or you know, you might want to quiet... You know, I want to, you know, take it, even though it's painful, because of the fact that that whole idea I mean, that a, certain women can't take buddy, they shame. get mad whack, like you're whacking bed. You know what I mean? So, I get it. I get it. And the same thing about man, though. He wouldn't want to say it's hurting. I guess so. Oh, when does it matter? I mean, come Too on. much teeth. Too much teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Future topic. Because, uh, you know, our fake manager out there, whoever she is, she know, well, She's she know who she is. Manager, so <laughs> she brought up a topic when she said, um, you know, she wants to bring a couple of guys here who will tell us the details of when they enter a woman, which I think will be interesting because I know there were different just, variations of feelings. I don't we're know. We're just with it. We're not going to go into that. So we but that's a future topic. Where are all the good men going? Uh, a last thing that we wanted to recap was what Matthew Knowles said. Oh. so Colorism. Remember the colorism. Yeah, Matthew Knowles said, uh, oh, sorry. Someone's unprepared. Uh, I didn't know she was going to go into that right now, but I just realized <laughs> I didn't have it written down. I'm like, why? Well, talk about this. Um, he says he knows, Matthew Knowles says Beyonce's career benefited um, and Kelly Rowland suffered from their skin tone. Um, I mean, let's be honest, we all knew that, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know who was that. So people say, you know, this doesn't exist, whatever, you know. He said in the music industry, there's still segregation. Programmers, especially at pop radio, have the imagery of what beauty looks like. If you look back even at Whitney Houston, if you look at those photos, how they lighten her to make her look lighter complexion. Because there's a perception and a colorism. The lighter you are, the smarter and more economically advantaged. There's a perception all around the world about color. Even with black folks, there's a perception. Which we spoke about, so. So. Nothing new, Matthew. Your daughter benefited. Even though they did, they do say, I mean, this is like a rumor that Kelly Rowland is like, this is like side daughter or something like that. I don't know if I believe that. Well, she was but that is that stuck it out through every iteration of Destiny's Show sure. when they kept dumping people off because they didn't get along, right? Because so he was fighting her. But anyways, I don't wow. know. Speaking of that. They said they, some of the women that made it through, according to him, Alicia Keys, Mariah Carey, Rihanna, Nicki Minaj, and Beyonce. They're the, they're the beneficiaries of perceived bias. What about Remy Ma? Darkie. What about her? With the ankle bracelet on? <laughs> Anyways, the BET Awards. So Sunday night, why? I went to sleep early and I woke up at about 11.30 in the night. It was just a bad mistake. So my daughter and I were watching the BET Awards. And while we were watching, um, I have to tell you, many things caught me. I think she told us at 3 a.m. in the morning. It started at 12 and ended at 4. And you stood up to watch the whole thing? I stopped watching after, maybe about 3.20 or 3.30. I 
I missed like the last half hour, which now seems to be like I missed tons and tons of stuff in the last <laughs> half hour. People are like, you didn't see that? I'm like, I saw this whole show except for the half an hour, whatever. So the show started out with the whole Regina Hall, Carter. She started out with this thing like she was doing a fake um, Coachella interview with people, not allowing them to hit the snare drums, only wanting people to be on the buckets. Because she kept saying, like, you know, I guess it was in DC the show was filmed. And she kept saying, like, oh, you know, in DC we can't afford real drums, get out of here. So they had the real girl from Coachella um, that was beating the drum for Coachella in front coming in. And then she was standing in the back with, like, a cape on. And they came out and they had the guy, Sugar Bear, singing, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, doing about joint. Y'all have to say, this guy was, like, totally off beat. It was like, he couldn't catch the beat. She was doing the butt. Then Taraji came up on the stage with a pair of biking shorts and a red shirt with this huge ponytail. And yeah, I ain't gonna lie, Taraji was giving it. She was giving him the running man, eh, eh. She the went down man. into a full squat and was doing the butt in the squat. The man was still singing. I ain't gonna lie, just because you described this, I think I want to check this out. I ain't gonna lie, Taraji was giving it. She gave it better, and then they turned around and gave their butts to the camera. Yeah, doing the butt. Well, let's so, talk about some of the highlights, which, um, you, which, which you were very, very vocal about, which is the Mary J. Blige. Yeah, well, they gave her a Lifetime Achievement Award. And during her speech, she says, although I am a leader, a queen, a living legend, I'm a servant as well, and I'm here to serve. So Mary J., no one could ever say that you're not a hit maker. Yo, when I was watching when I was watching her her whole ensemble the twenty minutes today, I was like, yo, I feel like yo going to a concert. She did, but then Bender was like, "Uh, you can just download her song. I was like, why you want to go to first? You said you gonna download her song or your iTunes or or your iTunes. That's what she said. And then you said she tried to get to Atlantic City for her concert. It's just sold out. And I said. You're looking at the concert right here on TV on the video on YouTube, and it's not great. Yeah, she so, wasn't singing much. She wasn't singing. So first off, after she gives a speech, you know, you should be going to award shows. They have other people singing your music. You come may come in on the last song or something. I guess Mary just wanted to do it herself. So she gets up in this black dress with like all these rhinestones. She makes a speech. She disappears, and then it comes up on the side where they have a stage with people in white, all white, playing music on the piano and all kind of stuff. And all you hear singing in the back is <laughs> silence. And everybody's just waiting. I'm like, what's going on here? Where I almost like the show is lost, waiting for her to change her clothes. Yeah. So here she comes out in this fur lined jacket with mad bling on. Mad rhinestones. I bling, like bling, 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 bling. Like I don't like the outfit. It was very gaudy, but I mean, at the end of the day, I guess that is Mary. And then underneath it, she has some shorts. If she just had the shorts outfit on with the boots, it would have been fine. But she I think was the jacket was a bit much. She was struggling. She was struggling. I don't care. I think that she did the best. 50 Cent said she did great. She was lip syncing well, at some points and messing up. She wasn't singing with the music. It, it was just. I mean, the, the, the big thing that had you go was her, her bati jar. Oh, we don't know about that. That's the black spot underneath your bum bum shorts. Yeah. I'm, I'm always thinking about this. This is why I'm telling you. Everybody we should not about wear this shorts. last week. What not shorts? This yeah, what not last week? Which are black? It's so it was so dark compared to the rest of her body. I mean, yes, you know her body is. I mean, the thing about Mary, from what I know, and if anybody knows anything different, correct me. But her body is authentic, other than most of these girls you see out in these streets. Um, but I mean, come on. 
It was just, it, it wasn't necessary. But, you know, nevertheless, Mary but, is yeah. a legend. And the song that she said, I, 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 enjoy, I enjoyed it immensely just looking at it on YouTube. So I will be downloading some of her songs just to go back in my back in the day reminisce. What's the 411 real love? You remind me? Those are all my joints. But anyways, shout out to Mary. And then Method Man came out. Oh, no, before that, Little Kim came out. Oh, God. With this horrific lace front. Little Kim was looking like thicker than a snicker. Who who, who created these lace fronts? I I don't don't know. This is just sad, sad days. This wet, wavy lace front that she had all back. She could bend. She could barely bend backwards. She was like leaning over. Somebody said that was because she could hide her belly. It was just chaotic. Yeah, little kid. Anyways, and then Meth came up, looking like twenty. Yo, Meth man looking good. Look like twenty. Good lordy, looking it's good. Snack. Snack. I wonder who said because then so so then also too there was this lady that had interviewed Meth man. That's what uh, Brenda was talking about earlier, and she was like, "Oh, are you are you like impressed when women are like you know gawking over you?" And he's like, "Uh, not really. You know, if it's wanted, it's good, but when it's not, you know, it's, it get kind of annoying." But you know what I want to say? Shout out to you, big girls out there. <laughs> he gave a big shout out to the big girls, and I thought that was nice because you know you always want to include everyone into what sexy is and what beautiful is, and you know. That was pretty cool that he did that. But also, there was that big girl, which I respected, oh, Lizzo. Oh, I've never seen this girl before. You know, my daughter was like, she yeah. does everything. She started out saying she just had a DNA test, and her genes came back that she's 100% that bitch. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> she came out. I know like that energy she gave. Yo, I would watch her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, was up that noise sound like a dog being dragged under a car. Don't <laughs> really? ever do that noise again. That, that, like that would be more deep. She's doing that too. Can we? <laughs> that was on the flute. Anyways, so you gotta catch those. I mean, don't watch the whole thing. Respect to Lizzo. Drive, but I didn't know her until the performance, and I thought she was amazing. She gave energy. Loved it. Totally loved it. Um, Cardi B got album of the year. She performed. Her outfit was all right. She did like a little strip of moves in front of her husband. Um, and she said, I'm so glad I have an album that your mother, your sister, your mother, your grandmother like it. You bitches be like, i.e. kiki. What? And thank you very much. <laughs> so, anyways. So, I don't understand that... why we all say bitches like nothing now. Before you say bitches, be like, you said it. It was like something with power. You a bitch. Nah, you just say, hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. <laughs> bitch. I just showed she was on the stage like, my bitch, 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 singing a song. I was like, this is the new society. Yes, this is it. Okay, this is your daughter. Society. Everyone has to re it. Reason Trash. number 245 why I would not have children in this world. Anyways, Tiffany Haddish, someone who's also an amazing black person, she basically, I don't know if you guys heard, but due to the whole um, abortion ban uh, bill that's that is set to start in 2020. Um, she did not. Um, she's not doing her filming her movie in Georgia. She said that a show? her show. What it is it? Comedy show. Her comedy show. Sorry, that's what I'm saying. Sorry. Movie, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, her comedy show in Georgia. And what she said was, um, you know, that she has been. She doesn't think the station determined anything on, on her body, and she was. Um, basically, she belonged to the state as a child, being the foster care system, and she doesn't want anyone to tell her how to live her life and what to do with her body. So she would definitely not be in Georgia. So she's sorry to disappoint her fans, but 
she has a stance right now. She won't be reporting to Georgia. You know, um, Georgia's the third biggest uh, TV production and film production place that they do things. Los Angeles is the first, and then New York, then it's Georgia. So that is like a big hit if all, uh, if most films are going to be canceled based on just that bill itself. And you know, Georgia, remember this is the same Georgia, place where Ray Charles refused Georgia. to go to because Quincy Jones convinced him to stop going down there on the chicken circuit. That's what he used to call it? That's the chicken circuit. <laughs> I don't know. Well, he told him to stop going out there, and that's why when he went down there and all of the black people protested, Ray Charles got back on the bus. Yes. I only know this because I saw the movie Ray when Jamie Foxx was Ray Charles. Yes. And he refused to perform, and that's how Georgia ended up lifting the segregation man down there because they had the segregation man that people still had to sit in different parts of the stadium in order to see him perform. And he said, no, he would not perform there. So Tiffany had us taking a stand on a couple more other, uh, you know, actors, actresses jump on board here so that Georgia could get their life together. Yeah. Mm. Another thing, who needs to get their life together? Tierra Marie. Oh, God, where is your life? Where is it? Tierra Marie wasn't even really relevant in this world. And then now it's just like, she's just making a bad name for herself. She got caught um, with a DWI. Um, they say that they saw her, the, the police, when the police got to her, she had three wheels, driving on three wheels with a, a Dodge Charger. <laughs> a 2014 Dodge Charger. <laughs> Yikes. A Dodge Charger, really? You don't have like a Benzino? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but she was uh, very drunk. I think her alcohol was three times the limit. And they said she was a hot mess. I mean, whatever it is, Tierra, just get some help. Ray J has moved on, has Princess, and he has his baby. Oh, did you see them at the BT Awards? I didn't. They had the same it. dress, Tierra, I'm Princess, and the daughter. The daughter looked cute. I'm um, Princess looked Really, I'm surprised. She usually looks good. Just mad clean. And you know, they said she was drinking four local. When they got when they got to the car, they saw she had an unopened bottle of vodka, and then she also had four local. And I ain't gonna lie, I used to drink that four local when it first came out. Ask <laughs> my peeps. What? And that four local give you like a little high. Mm, so I can get it. What is it? I get it. I don't know what's in it. <laughs> Jesus juice. That's the real Jesus juice. Oh my goodness. <laughs> But I totally understand why he was wasted. But sis, get a designated driver in that Dodge Charger, whatever you can do. And on top of that, they said she was probably driving with a suspended license. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yes, she was. She already had a DUI in California. Now she's here in New York driving crazy. I mean, I don't know. This woman is crying out. Remember when they tried to do the, I don't know if you remember, on Love and Hip Hop. She was on Love and Hip Hop or Real. What show she was on? Love and Hip Hop, right? Yeah. They tried to do an intervention for her. They, they yeah. had all the people at the house. Yes. And she was like, what the heck you brought me here for? <laughs> as, 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 as a person that has participated in an intervention for someone else, I find them very useless. Anyway. Can you um, give us a backstory at another time? Another intervention time. Another time. <laughs> that sounds interesting. So we, I just heard this story uh, about this woman who said she woke up in the, on an empty Air Canada plane. So apparently she was on a plane going from Quebec City to... Pearson to Toronto um, and fell asleep and no one woke her up. I am so confused about this because you know, there are numerous people people, uh, policies in place to ensure that no one's left on a plane. Houseway. Where was she? Under the seat? No, and she was buckled into her seatbelt. And buckled in. Sleeping. There she was in (laughs) darkness. She was there. Was she the only one on the side? She was the only one left on the plane. The place was in the plane. Was in, she said she probably fell asleep midway through the flight. Um, and they just left her there. And she woke up. 
She uh, texted her friend. I mean, tipsy friend. I would have called 911. Hello, I'm stuck on a plane. <laughs> she texted her friend. Then her phone died as soon as she texted her friend. And texted her friend who called customer service for the plane. No. Again, called 911. No, Get my ass off the plane. Um, and she said she was able to find a flashlight in the cockpit. Because she said the plane was complete darkness. It was freezing cold. Um, she was terrified. Now she has night terrors. She's afraid oh, to sleep. Oh, come on. Um, it's really ridiculous. You know, but this happened to one of my friends before, twice. Not on a plane, but he fell asleep on New Jersey Transit. Twice on the path trade. And when he woke up, the trade was in the yard. Yeah, yeah. And he had to call 911 to get off the trade. <laughs> Yo, if you're that... Oh, was your friend drunk? Did he admit no, that he, he was drunk? No, he was from work. I ain't gonna lie. I, I could see that happening. And he fell asleep. He fell asleep and no, nobody woke him up. Everybody just walked away from him and left him. But you know, he probably lived like the last stop. Yeah, so you know what probably happened? A lot of people might have been getting up before him and then he was the last person no, in that section. But the last stop, somebody should say, hey, because that's what happened to me. I told you I was coming on the L train. Shout out to Bacadossi Massive. The L train, Rockaway Parkway is the last stop. One night I came from drinking with my friends and yo, this is very embarrassing. But I was sitting there and I guess I had my head down. But the drool was dripping down oh when I woke gosh. up. Are you really sharing this with us? <laughs> I am. Yo, I was so done. I woke, this lady was like, mommy, mommy. I was like, what the hell? I jumped up, looked around, looked down, saw the pool of drool. And I was like, damn, this is messed up. You was wasted. But I was like, thank God this lady woke me up. I didn't want to end up in that day. <laughs> but I would have just went back the other way. No, you but sometimes that, that is where they park the, oh, they park the trains. The yeah. Apple, and they always say last time, last time, this is not going on. I didn't hear any of that until I was actually up and getting on the train. And I woke up a guy the other day on the train. And, you know, I was like, hey, you know, I kind of gave him the one finger Tap. touch. No, wake up. So you just come and move in? And no, and I was like, I'm going to just leave him. Because, you know, you got to be so careful. You don't know what to do. You can't be a good Samaritan. So I kind of, t- I gave him another finger touch, like, hey, hey, three touches. And he kind of jumped up, like, yeah. Oh, oh, thanks a lot, man. Thanks, thanks a lot. Thanks, Spanish guy. Yo, thanks a lot. Yo, if I'm sleeping, but you know, I don't sleep on the train anymore. I told you that. Though. Yeah. I mean, I you shouldn't. People pee on people. I sleep on the F one time. And when I Jesus. fell asleep on the F, I woke up. This man was drawing my picture like a full-blown sketch. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on here? And he jumped off the train. I said, never again for me. So I will stay awake on the subway. Awake, awake, awake. Talking about being awake. We got to be woke out there in these streets. So, so this is a whole conversation about reparation, right? And I want my forty acres in a meal. <laughs> exactly, everybody knows it based on that, right? And so they've been having these base, um, these debates uh, based on the HR forty, which is basically just paying reparations to African Americans. How do they decide who gets the reparations? So I mean, th- that's the argument, right? I mean, there are previous um, ethnicities, uh, Japanese folks. Um, they have gotten reparations in the past. Japanese Americans for the Civil War. I think Ronald Reagan put that in place. Because of Hiroshima, probably. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> you said sad. Sad. Hiroshima was sad. Um, and you know, so there's been arguments, and there was this guy, and you guys should definitely just be in the know and look up these things. I think his name was Ta Tanahisi Coates. He spoke on behalf, saying why this should happen, you know, and talking about all the things that, you know, African-Americans have gone through due to this and how um, basically this country was built on the back of slaves, you know, and how reparations that this should go through. And then, of course, there was this other guy, this coon. um, His name is Coleman Cruz Hughes. He's a Spanish 
American, I guess, or African American. He's from Puerto Rico, isn't he? Puerto Rican, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I mean, but if you look at him, he looks black. If you look at him, he looks black. And he was saying that he doesn't believe that this should happen because then when you talk about reparations, you talk about victims, and you don't think that we should be labeled as such. And that we as Americans should just look out for each other, and that should be the reparations that should, that should suffice in this world. So if it's good for the Japanese Americans, and I think even Germany, um, you know, again, do your research in terms of, you know, reparations. And if this happens to these other people, why not the African Americans? Do you think you deserve reparations? Who, me? Yeah, would you deserve it? I think I do. Because I'm black, think... bitch. Yeah. <laughs> You're not African-American. So, so that's the other debate. Because now you create another divide, right? Because you have Caribbean folks. And right. African-Americans African are saying, y'all are from the Caribbean. You, you don't from deserve, here. The, You'll money. deserve the money. I don't know. Because like, my parents weren't here. They, 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 were, they were probably slaves in Trinidad and, and Barbados or something. They were not American slaves. But I think the fact that this is, us as black I mean, people... I'm an American the... person, but I'm not an Amer- I was an American slave, yeah, but you were born in America. I know. Somebody but, would say that you're American and not West Indian. That, but they would say I was born to Caribbean roots. So yeah. now, if you kind of follow your, yeah, you did this, yeah. your, your ancestry your, your DNA, ancestry correct. DNA, correct. I don't have any real American. And that's the concept of America is that we're all from different places brought here. Nobody is an American except for the Native Americans, right? Mm-hmm. No one is an American. So even if we're supposed but, to get it, who? how do they decide or how do you prove who gets this reparation? Because, because remember, there were slaves that were bought from the Caribbean. Yeah, but... So how do you kind of... Were your parents one of those? Excuse me. Slaves. I'm just being <laughs> no, no. devil's advocate. No, no. You know what I'm saying? No, and I, and I get that. But what I'm saying is that maybe not my exactly, uh, you know, sure parents, but what I'm saying is that what happens to the people that were bought from the Caribbean, the people that were bought from Barbados and those places right, that... Right, they would be now the new African-Americans. So how would you... So, so then how but would you... Specifically you, sis. I, I just said, I just maybe not me. Okay. I, I just said, maybe, maybe not me. You deserve the money because you're black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. And let me tell you something. If I'm going to get... Rep- if you're going to give my reparations to some people here, I want some limits on how you can spend the money. This is not money for Jordans. And really? Why you got to bring... What, really? Why we got to associate only that with African-Americans? That's your problem. That's your problem. Nor Hennessy. But then, <laughs> Thank you. And then how much do you give? They say that the Japanese Americans they got about twenty thousand dollars. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, so I mean, it will have to be a lot of thought. I mean, I think right now the conversation the debate is just should reparations happen for African Americans? That's the bottom line. And if but I'm honest, then fine. If I'm if I'm considered Caribbean and not African American, again, I do think that creates a bigger divide now amongst us people. Again, yeah, how yeah, do you? Yeah. You, which you, you don't agree, Ben? I, I do agree. But I, I mean, honestly. we're not saying that the, the, do you the injustice happened as a black. And I said this before, though. I don't think my mother raised me here like I was in Brooklyn when I was being brought up. My mother raised me like we was in the yard at my grandmother's house. And she was screaming out the window for me to get inside, slapping me in my face. So what does it road. matter how your mother raised you in terms of? I'm just saying I don't feel my mother raised me as a American. She wow. Me, I'm going to tell the truth. You see, so. I'm so, not saying an American. I'm saying as a Caribbean person. I always said that, and I said this to you before. I think my mother raised me. Did I say this to you before? I was raised like I was in Trinidad in America. But that's most Western Indian parents that came here. My mother brought every rule with her. And could you say? And could you say you passed on the same thing to your children? Oh no! Well, no, no way. So, (laughs) so my kids are African American. <laughs> oh, so that makes them African American. Not because American. you have Caribbean descendants. But you know so funny because I remember my son was going to school and I went to school one day. And the teacher was like, "Where was David born?" And I'm like, "What? Where was he born?" 
He was born in Brooklyn. And they're like, King's no, County. no, no. He's from Trinidad. He has an accent. I'm like, what? And my son is second generation of Trinidadian, first generation Jamaican. And he does not believe that he's Jamaican. He only wants to be Trinidadian. But you know the thing about it is this. It's like almost self-identifying, but then almost watering us down almost to the point of nothingness. Correct. So you kind of got to get the gauge how, how, you know, are white people all white people or are the Jews and then the Italians? Yes, the Russians. Do they, do they break themselves down to those levels too? And sometimes when you hear that, they do. If you call a, a Italian person Polish, they'll go crazy. Yeah. Polish? I'm not Polish. I'm, not, I'm Italian. <laughs> so, you know, they do it. But for us, it's looked at more as the divide mm-hmm. when we just try to self-identify. But, you know, and I always say this. If you think about it, we're like crabs in a barrel, right? Black people don't want to help black people to be great. But and I think that and that's you think where about the, the gay the gay population, they will fight for each other. Correct. They'll pull one up. So you kinda lose how do you pick your group? I'm a woman, I'm black, I'm Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Which one do you, you identify so with groups. more? Yeah. Yeah. So And that's why I don't like I don't even like the word African American. I just say I'm black. Yeah. Something to think about guys, and I definitely, you know, have these conversations. Especially with your children. Yep. Yeah? Especially the children. So that was something. So, um, talk about identifying. Kansas, a woman sued uh, the Kansas government and said that her name is Stephanie Mott. Was it Mott? Stephanie Mott. She filed a lawsuit saying that she should be able to change her birth certificate to say that she was, her her sex is female when she was born a male. And they said yes, that she won. And in March. But she won, but she died. Didn't she die? This, this lady Mod recently died, I believe. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, but now that she's dead, they say they need to like you know get rid of these old. Uh, I guess uh, I don't know how I feel about this though. I, I know if birth, birth, if it's a record of your we, birth, we need birth to have some it. record of accuracy in this country. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's even if you want to identify yourself at the age of 35, I want to say, hey, you know what? I want to be you know looked at as a male. It should my record how I was. It should say something. You can't go back the original to, record. Like, go back in history. Because if I'm going back in history, I'm going back to be rich. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> I'm not coming back in with this broke joke. I want to be you rich. Know, it's just like... Let me go back in history. That's like saying, hey, on my license, can you put that up 6'1"? That's what I want to be. I want to be 6'1". I don't want to be 5'4". Is someone going to change that record? What is going to stand firm here as something that is accurate in this blasted country? We want to change everything around here. So again, I mean... Sad enough, you know, this transgender thought this was really something to fight for. Unfortunately, she passed away before they could do this. Yeah, but, I, but they said they're going to do it. And the governor of Kansas... So I guess they're going to honor Kansas her? Is Kansas a state or a country? A, a country? A state or a city, sorry. <laughs> this Kansas City, though. Oh, this is Kansas. The governor says, um, we have to move past our outdated and discriminatory anti-transgender policy. But I don't think that's anti-transgender. Think I don't. I just think it's factual. It's facts. You have to state things as they are. You can't just live in a world where what you want it to be is should. But you can understand their concern. They need a birth certificate now that shows who they are now. If I showed up somewhere create, else with a birth certificate amendment. that said I'm white. No, they create an amended birth certificate. We right. shouldn't say amended, amended birth certificate. I agree. That's what it should That's what say. it should be. It shouldn't be like their yeah, actual record. Absolutely not. So, I mean, I don't agree with that, but more power to them. Yo, what about this Trump thing? Yeah, so all of a sudden Trump passes this new... Um, well, you know, this guy's been trying to do this for forever, but he did say that he wants to start to, he wants to, what do you call this? Deport 
but they're calling it not deport, illegally, um, not deport, illegal what? exit or something like that. The word is deport, but they have another word for it. All elite, all people that came into this country illegally. I want to do some research on this and get back to you all because if a person comes in with a visa and they overstay, are they here illegally? No. America knew they entered. No, they're here illegally because America expected them to return back to where they were supposed to be. But what about this? A person that like left Mexico and ran across the desert to get here, is she now she won she entered illegally. Correct. And she can never fix her status. Because America never knew she came came here. So there's a legal on entry. There's illegal stay on entry. There's a legal stay where you overstay your visa. It's it's illegal. I mean, but then shouldn't shouldn't we have a recollection of these people who are here Ill- illegally because we knew when their visa expired? So we should have a but roster. Where are they? That's They're the still question. here. They, they don't have a, a record of a plane, of a flight going back somewhere else. They're still here. But that's a, you, that would be the contact. Track that though. I mean, they should be able to track it now. But in the old days, no, they would not have been able to track it. And you think about this: when you go to Trinidad, they tell you like how long are you here to stay, and you have to give them an address as to where you're going to be staying. Mm-hmm. So you should see me always on a plane with that stupid blue paper trying to figure out where am I going to be? What's my aunt's address? <laughs> oh, this room? day here. When I when I went to Trinidad last, the guy was like, I was like, oh, I'm going to stay somewhere in like the village. He was like, what village? I was just like, I don't know, Vansville. I don't know. Where is that? He didn't even know where it was. I mean, listen, I'm going to be back. Trust and believe. No one wants to stay in Trinidad. No offense. Not if I get sick. I get <laughs> I'll be sick. back. I always tell you I this. I have the blue book, boo. I'm coming back. I always tell you this. If I get sick, please get me the hell out of there. Even if you have to um, just airlift me out. Don't leave me. <laughs> I was just a little bit the other day. I was in Trinidad the last, maybe a couple of years ago. When my daughter got, I, my daughter was a baby, but I, I fell and I sprained my ankle, and my uncle was like, you want to go chat casualty? I was like, what? No. Three. He was like, let's go to casualty. And I was like, no, no, no. I don't want to go to casualty. Let's let me stay like this. I'm okay. I'm okay. And I just stayed there until two days, until I came back and I went to New York. But here's the things, you know, just some, some tips. Right now, Trump said he's going to delay it for two weeks to give Democrats and the Republicans a chance to work out a bill to deal with the illegal immigrants. But if you do come across ICE... Here's what you need to do. They show up at your door. Number one, do not open your door. They cannot come in without a signed warrant, or if you do, or or if you don't let them in. So if they have a warrant, tell them to pass the warrant under the door before you open the door, and Correct. there needs to be a signed warrant. They can't just come in trying to fish around and see if they find anybody. Remain silent. They can use anything you can say against them. So don't say anything. All you have to say is, "I say, I plead the fifth." <laughs> Do not sign anything unless your attorney is there. Don't sign. You can sign something, all right? F you on the paper. Does that stand for something? If anybody sees a raid, report it immediately. And here's a phone number, 844-363-1423. Take pictures, videos, notes, badge numbers, numbers of agents, exactly what happened. Like the one they didn't sing uh, by Sybil's outside. And finally, fight back. Get a lawyer. Explain your options and fight for the case. Some people that even get picked up by in by ICE are still able to come back without being deported. So please take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. So you know we think about this. Um, one of our listeners, he has like so many names. His old name was Jamaican Blue. Let me get a new name like Chippy. Something. <laughs> I don't know. I'll tag you. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, you a faithful Tag? Is that what they say in uh, Instagram? Or I thought I was Facebook. No, you tag somebody. Okay, just check it, you know. Do you, I mean, do you even have an Instagram? 
I don't. And Thanks. I would say that. I know about it. So anyway, he tagged me. No, he DM'd me. He DM'd me. Like, on, on us. He DM'd <laughs> to us. the person that has an Instagram. He DM'd us. Like, we have an Instagram. I don't have an Instagram. He DM'd us on Instagram and sent us a video. <laughs> right? And this video was this man basically saying, hey, listen, there is a shortage of men. And all women need to bite the bullet here and share their man. <laughs> Give their man an opportunity that selfish. to go out and take care of somebody else. You have a friend, she doesn't have a man. Instead of telling your friend, girl, last night he put it on me. He gave it to me good. Say, girl, I'm going to send him over tonight to look after you. This is what the man is saying. You must share your tootie. This guy's a jackass. there is a shortage of men. That's what he's saying. There's not enough men out here. There's a shortage of men. And we have to share. Is there a shortage of clean water? Does that mean I gotta share my water? <laughs> I don't understand. Does that mean I should hold on to my to, to the clean water that I possess? I don't understand. I do listen, I don't know. People say this a lot of times. So if there's a shortage of food you wouldn't share with your neighbor if you had it. If I had five kids, no, I wouldn't. But who said a man a man has excess? Like you're mad at can you have any actors with men? As long as they got a Red Bull or a Viagra, they all got access. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, this whole concept of shortage of men, I just don't know the validity of it. I just, I mean, I understand, yes, there's a high rate of uh, black men in jail, then, then a portion of them are gay. I get that. But I also feel there's a portion of it where women do not have realistic expectations. Wow. So the men that are available, they don't want that. They don't so want that. Like, what, what, do you, what kind of men do you think are out there that are available? Small penises? Short men? There's a lot of women that's like, oh my God, he's they nice, but he's short. Big tooth. How, how do you know this? How do you know this? This is the stereotype that we've often heard. Oh, shucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she thought I was able to pull that back. <laughs> but definitely. But, you know, yeah, you know, so I, I do believe. so. I'm 50-50 on this whole shortage of men thing because I do know the reality. It is a real thing. It is. I don't know. I I, I think... So because you want somebody with a little class, you mean to say that there's not a shortage of men? What do you mean class? Online dating. Look at the the, the variety of people that was hitting me up when we was online dating. Well, first of all, that's a whole other thing. Especially you. Because you were the one that's swiping. Oh, nope. Nope. No, no, no. But when we talk about online dating, there's a lot of... We spoke about this in previous episodes. There's a lot of success on online dating. But that's a whole different... Um, way of meeting somebody, okay? Online dating, because of course you're not seeing that person to get the real deal. But let's just talk about this traditional way of meeting somebody, whether you see them on the street, whether you meet at a bar. And I'm not knocking online dating, I'm just saying there's a lot of things that prevent someone from talking to someone because of their appearance. Mm-hmm. Is that not true? It's true, it's true. So, you know. In terms of online dating, you could put on you could put on a face, you could put on a different picture, you could put your your six three when you're really four one. You know what I'm saying? So these are different things, but I think a lot of women are they they working at uh, Dwayne Reed, but they want a man that's working on Wall Street. Mm-hmm. So it's just like so oh, I don't a job at the Dwayne Reed by Wall Street. Excuse me. So they should get a job at the Dwayne Reed by Wall Street. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, that's a possibility. Definitely. I think that we all have to come down. But you know, this is how it starts off. When we're small, we all want a man that says, oh, I want a man that does this, that has this. He should be 6'2". He should, uh, you know, have a good job. He should be able to take care of me. And then by the time you end up with somebody, you're like, oh, he just has to have two legs. 
He has to have one eye. <laughs> you know, you're willing to just go down to your criteria. Hey. Just to get what you want. Because those because are, because are so superficial hard. things also as well. They're, they're superficial things yeah, that prevent you from talking about. they superficial things, but also, do you want a man that has six fingers and a six finger running down your body? Hello. Would that make you feel wow. good? Wow. Wow, Benda. Are, you might not want that, but that might be the man for you. It's true, but how do you find out? Different people have different deformities. Issues. We spoke about let's this. Let's stop. Let's stop, please. Stop acting on righteous. Because let me tell you something. Ooh, if you walk up, if a man walks up to you and you are not physically attracted to them, you are not about to say, oh, yes, let me think and search I've deeper. Never, I've never been pressed, though. I've never been pressed for a man. So, again, when we talk about someone... But this is not pressed. You think it, you just don't want to be alone, you're pressed? Is that a, yeah, is there a difference? I, I, don't, agree. I don't agree. Wait, I don't wait. Agree. Well, I, don't well agree. I do. For, for me, again, I think as a person... Um, as a person with all people... <laughs> I wasn't finished my sentence. As a person who doesn't mind being alone, that's what I was gonna. That's what I was uh, wasn't finished saying is that when you I was alone, alone never go out to eat again. Uh, there's a difference between lo- alone and being lonely, Benda. And we have spoken about this. And me going to the mall as opposed to me saying, "Hey, let me just stay home with my husband." It's two different things. Oh, because you have a husband. Okay. So we're talking about no, no, no. But before I had a husband, because guess what? I was single too, sis. Okay. What I'm saying is that you can just be fine uh, not having a man all the time, and eventually some guy would come around. But there are women out there that's constantly searching for somebody to be with. Is that not true? It is true. And then so when they're searching, you kind of oh, well, I don't want this. I want this. I don't want this. Yeah. And then you talk about the shortage of men, where there could be really good men out there where you might not want. For example, I have a friend. She didn't like short guys. Now she's in love with this short guy. I'm in so, love with a stripper. <laughs> You're right. And she was saying to herself, maybe she'd never be with a short guy. But guess what? Now she's experiencing, now she experiencing a, a great thing with you this guy. So that's what I'm saying. You can't be... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just saying... <laughs> You just cannot live it so much. And again, considering that, if you want to say that, you know, considering there's a shortage of men because half of them are in jail, half of them are gay, then you really should try to get to know somebody, even though they don't look like your ideal guy. Definitely. But that being said, there are many women that are open to meeting anyone and have not been able to meet anyone. You see somebody, you're willing to approach him, and you get to them, and he's like, girl... (laughs) I was even watching something on Instagram that came up. I'm going to try to find this and send it to you. I didn't send it because I thought it was crap. But this girl had like a, a, a guy hit her up on Instagram like, hey, you're cute. And she was like, are you in jail? And he was like, I am right now. But I'll be out next month. Maybe y'all at me. We try to do locked up um, love after lock up. The See, right there's even people who reach out to those Listen, kids, but they have. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. And I'm, you know, this is true talk, don't lie. The person that I'm with does not have to make more money than me. The person that I'm with does not have to be a 10. But that person needs to be somebody that could assist me with making my life better. You know, that's the key here. If you are with somebody and they cannot assist you with making your life better. Maybe you don't. How? Finan- are we talking about financially? Anyway. Anyway. Oh, are you increasing oh, my ability well, to have great conversation? Well, conversation? Maybe. You maybe you do. Maybe you're session? in jail. Hold on. Maybe you're in jail and you have educated yourself and you could invoke good conversation. And maybe the woman has a lot of money. She doesn't need his money. She doesn't need his money. But and he, he has none. Yeah, he has a, does he need her money? What do you mean does he need her money? He's been surviving. If he's been surviving in jail, has money, his commentary. He doesn't need her millions. <laughs> Does he, does he need that? It's not going to help him get out of jail. 
So again, help house. Don't help houses. Believe you believe the words that are coming out of your mouth. Okay, I want to let you know. You don't Why believe not? the words Why that not? you believe. Why in. not? I, I listen. You don't believe it again. I, I will just say, just say for the record, you'd be a devil advocate. I'm not bringing up different no, options no, no. here for people. A portion, I don't no. believe. Well, let's be clear here. I am, in a way, being a devil advocate because, like I said, I've never had these issues. I'm blessed. Thank oh, you. Yes. <laughs> I'm a dog. But I'm just saying, and I'm not saying that I'm a dog. I'm just saying I've never been a person that always seeked out a guy. I don't think I'm a dog. I can be honest with myself, but. I am being double well, advocate. Nine point so, nine. Well, it's, if you want to call me nine point nine, feel free. Feel free. I've heard you feel say free. that you are before. But now you got to say for the I've called myself a dime before. We'll get back to that. Focus on this topic. <laughs> the topic is shortage of men. So again, in we some way, I am being going. a devil's advocate. But then there are these things that people need to consider when you are thinking about looking for a man. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. And so we can talk about statistics. First things is don't let. Uh, looks be the number one driver in the person that you've decided to meet. There are other factors. And you need to decide what the other factors is. Can this person make me laugh? Does this, do I feel happy to be around this person? What are some of the other factors of your husband that you enjoy? <laughs> Why are you putting me on this spot you know, here? I mean, I just gave you two concepts from my own personal Well, I mean, it's funny you asked that because, you know, um, he asked me, like, why did you decide to marry me? And I kind of mm-hmm. said, listen, I saw you as a person that was able to build me up. Here we go. Here we go. And I also mentioned prior to, prior to that. You wanted someone that could build you up. Yeah, like he can make me better. There's things that I know that I lack that he absolutely, you know, brings me up. And my husband, you know, he's very woke. He likes to read oh, those she kind of things. people that are woke. Here we go. The only thing you would have made it better is some dreads hanging down. The no, I'm not. Dreads. <laughs> Does dreads mean you're woke? Is that what you're no, trying you to hear? No, you like it. No, that's, that's said, not I true. I love dreads. That's what you said. I did not say Why I love dreads. Why are you so against men with dreads? I do not love dreads. I just said you're so against it. I don't care. I, I, don't, I don't care what a dreads are not. I don't care. That's not definitive. What? Definitive. And I, that's it. You see? So there we go. If she was looking for a man and she saw a great guy, he had dreads, she would let that pass. No, up. no, no. And this the is guy, my point, people. You was not taking that guy I told seriously. The guy, no, I wasn't, but I told him. So why are we talking about this? But there was other reasons why I was <laughs> taking him serious. But I told him, like, yo, if you want to talk to me, you're going to have to keep those dreads and he said tied he, up at all times. But, I mean, who says people walk around with dreads just shaking it? Shaking <laughs> it. Shaking it. Who walks around with that? She said, oh, can you imagine having sex with a guy his dreads is touching your body? I'm like, <gasps> what if they wrap it up? Who would just shake their dreads on somebody? I'm like, yeah, it's they okay. do, they do. They do. <laughs> when my hair was longer, you know, I used to wrap my hair up. <laughs> Even, oh, that's a different topic, but whatever. Um, but, but again, perfect example. She sees a dread guy, she would not look. She would not even glance, even if you know, like, I would have looked in and then I would have had a conversation. And kept it moving. Like, if we're gonna, you're gonna have to keep those dreads. But how could you, you meet somebody? How could you tell them? I'm just saying, hey. Not right away, but I mean, you don't meet somebody and say, oh, I'll have sex with this guy tomorrow. In your mind, you do. No, you say, could I have sex with <laughs> well, this yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, tomorrow? yeah, yeah. True, true. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> so is there a shortage of men? I think there are, because sometimes you see some really great women out there looking for somebody and they cannot find somebody. Where have all the good men And then sometimes, you know what, there are women that's not looking and they just happen to find somebody yeah. or somebody happens to find them. Oh, I think also, too, women are very... That's they, what happened. I just happen to find somebody. People are very caught up and needed to have a man all the time. And I remember something that my pastor had mentioned to me. He said, you want to find a man? You want somebody else? Get a life. Meaning, get yourself involved in things that better betters you and benefits you. And eventually, someone will come your way or you will meet somebody. Stop being caught up. Oh, my God, I need a man. I need a man. It's very... 
Tahi. <sighs> back to the original statement, ladies. If because of the shortage of men, please consider sharing yours. I do not agree with that. So you are, are you endorsing this? Me? Yeah, yeah. I don't share. Are you willing to share? Because I don't you know share. the shortage. Are you willing to share your man? I don't share. Oh, okay. So I mean, Ben's the only thing that could probably send me crazy is what cheated. That would send like, me crazy. Like I mean, not crazy like uh, go to a crazy house, but crazy like acting the ass on the road, like key a car, shooting <laughs> yeah, yeah, the tank, like that. beating you up. Yeah, you know people often ask me. And this is a bit of personal information, but I love you, family. I can trust you. When I was getting a divorce, people always said, do you think your husband was cheating? Is that the reason why he left? And I was like, I don't give a shit. Like, if he was cheating, who cares? I didn't know he was cheating when he was here. Hello. So it, it, it doesn't impact my life. But if I would have known, <laughs> oh, you would have met Boquisha the Bender. That's what I meant. You would have met. I don't think so. You don't think I would have went crazy? No, you're not the crazy type. You never know what could snap you. Oh, it's like, that, that, that show snapped. snapped. I, snapped. <laughs> I mean, I remember one time we went driving and somebody hit my car. I was mad cool when I got out of the car. My husband had to hold me back. I was about to attack this guy for hitting us. He was like, hey, hey. That was like crazy or Flatlands. But, and uh, where is that? By where that chatty buffet was. <laughs> I was going to JK? Yeah, no, no. JK the one that was one on 8K, H-I-J-K-L, right? And going into... But this wants to get her Brooklyn card revoked. I can't. I don't know, it was, <laughs> JK, it was another one. That one closed down though. It was okay. next to a dry cleaner. Okay. okay. On the same, on the, across the seat from J and K, a couple blocks down. Mm-hmm. And I was going in to get some crab legs, just in a takeout container. And this taxi man hit us. I tell you, I went ballistic. She's also the same person that when her and I was in a car and got into a hole tip with this guy. <laughs> we were acting the fool. What the hell are you doing? So when she got up. Bad cop. Go in your car, sir. Just get in your car. So, I mean, I guess we you can de-escalate. You can escalate in two That's seconds. That's the problem. I de-escalate so quickly. <laughs> I don't get to keep my anger. That's what I've been trying to work on. Keeping it. But that's Anyways. the sad thing. But, again, if there's a shortage of men out there, we want to hear from you. I mean, and we're going to put a poll up. Is there a shortage of men? And we want to hear. Maybe. But then that's not the question. Is there a shortage of good Because we know there are men oh, out there. That's facts. We know they're men. And we do know that some of the men, the black men that are in prison, deserve to be there. Let's be and honest. Again, I don't want them to come visit me when they get out. <laughs> so we do know that. So that's a good question. Is there a shortage? Maybe that's a good men. Is there a shortage of good, good men? men? Where, are, where are all the good men? Because as we know, some good men are in, are in jail for, you know, uh, reasons that, like, you know, we see when they see us and all these other documentaries of people being in jail and they're not supposed to be. But like you said, that's a valid point. Shortage of good men. goes to jail for doing something wrong, can you forgive them? Can you say, well, we all oh, should be forgivable. Committed, I mean, you committed a murder. But we yes, all commit sins and we, we hope to be forgiven for them. But so there why are not? some things that I can never look past. Like, you in jail for being a predator. Can I forgive you? No, I don't want you around my kid. So but there are people that are with predators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you look, like you said, they look past. The faults and of course. the good. Because we all have faults, as we know. We just want to be reminded that we all are flawed. And so you just need somebody that looks past that flaw and can see the love that you were born with. The heart that you were born with. Love. So, anyways. Go to our segment of whatnot. So, to our whatnot segment. I was looking at this uh, show where this guy was like hustling nutcrackers. And I'm like... On TV? Yeah, it's like a show where a guy was like, nutcracker, nutcracker, like in the hood. It's like one of these, uh, you know, 
not a show, but maybe like one of these documentaries on Netflix or whatever. So I guess it was showing like the hood and what goes on or whatever. And it was showing this guy, nutcracker, nutcracker. And people were like buying this like hotcakes. And I always think to myself, even when I go to different events, I remember last year I went to that whole Spike Lee's block party and many people were selling nutcrackers. And my friend was like, yo, um, yo, these nutcrackers. I was like, you drink that? And she was like, I'm drinking. I'm like, why would you buy a nutcracker? From this is a random person. This is like a person walking up to you saying, hey, here's a drink. Taste it. Like a regular alcohol. You, think, you just drink it. We don't know what kind of drinks they put in. What kind of alcohol. First of all, you know it's probably not premium. Let's be honest. You think it's always Hennessy? Some of them have Hennessy. How do you know? My cousin used to sell these. Oh, so because your cousin used to sell these. <laughs> <laughs> My cousin used to sell these. That's how I tasted it before because I got some from him. And you knew for he told you that this was some Hennessy. They started making a rum punch, um, which was a different variation. He started giving us a little variation. Even when we went to see Kess last week, remember the girl was selling them on the side on the boardwalk. Yes, and I was like holding her baby, yeah. holding her baby, walking down. I'm like, who would buy a drink that you don't know what's in this drink? And it brings us to the same point that you said. But this you like kill somebody, from a person in a food yes, truck, yes, eating from somebody in a restaurant. Even this week we were not in a home. restaurant because the restaurant does have codes they need to abide by. Yeah, but at least it's some kind of something tracking. It's some Just kind of what happens. Even at my house, you know, I have pots that I, I'm a I'm a pescatarian. I have pots that I don't cook meat in, right? And I was with my Beyonce. But this is she had news with Beyonce. She she got he put a ring on it, guys. He put a ring on it. She is now she can now say her Beyonce. That's why she was so. She was so, Mr. Listen, what should I call him right now? <laughs> call him what it is, sis. Me and I went in the house, and I was like, I told you, they're pots here that we don't cook. And he's like, well, what do they do at the restaurants when we go out to eat? Do you know what pots they're cooking Oh, I in? always say this to you. Yeah. And you're like, well, at least I don't know. That's what you I say, don't right? know, but at my house, know. I would like to keep some order and decency. Well, we know that in restaurants, they have to, some, they have to you know, abide by some kind of order and decency because they are, you know, regulated by the state. What do we know about these? I mean, and no, I mean, I'm not, I would never buy a nutcracker. That's my, I agree. It's a what Except it's from her cousin. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't sell anyone. He got a better job. So, you know, he gave him one that. <laughs> and that can be a side hustle. What's wrong with him? side hustle. He used to be making a little tennis to have him in the trunk. Folks. Yeah, no, a pool in his trunk. He said sometimes he would just park on the avenue. And just, on Jamaica Avenue, and just start walking up and down the street, not cracking up. Cracking people like, yo, they buy them out. That's you definitely. don't know. On, in Jamaica, in Queens, on Jamaica Avenue, is this place called the Coliseum? Yeah. You know the Coliseum block? Mm-hmm. On that, co- was my, my son called the Cali block, you just <laughs> wait there. And people, he said he just got there, was just like nutcrackers. People was at the patty shop, they just drove, ran over from the patty shop and just bought them out. Yo. So they, that's how they used to do it. People. If you care about what goes inside your body, I mean, I'm not trying to knock anybody's hustle. This is how, like, as Brenda said, her cousin used to make a living. Oh, and she side money. Thanks. Oh, so sorry. Making so, a living. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Some broke joke or something. <laughs> Why you had to be a broke joke? Why you can't start a business? <laughs> it was his business. It was his side business. Anyways, please be aware of these nutcrackers you are drinking. They could put a roof. It could be anything in it. They could put a roofie. They could put anything in these drinks. You should not be buying nutcrackers from randoms on the streets. That's just not what nothing this week. I don't know. That's our cast. Check us us out. Like us, love us, share us. Become obsessed with us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Brenda the Bender. And I'm Raw Dog Shaw. And we're Brooklyn Chicks. The real rated and raw experience. experience.